Four podcasters board a spaceship borrowed from Elon Musk. They travel through an anomaly and find themselves bouncing from planet to planet each of which has been inspired by Earth's own pop culture influences. Along with their AI companions, they must find a way home before, well before nothing really. This is Podcast 42. Starting Transmission. Now. last episode did you notice that i did i really really noticed it there was this bunch of singing instead weird anyway the ship has left planet ninny muggins thank god and is now on its way straight i guess that's where we picked this episode up at the ship's going straight it's almost as if there's no direction to this show whatsoever marta ai out i'm bored me too. We've been flying this spaceship for weeks with no sign of home. Weeks! It's been literally only three hours since we left planet Ninny Muggins. Three hours! Listen, it's not easy trying to find home. First, we must find the space anomaly, the same one that brought us here. Are you saying there is more than one? I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> the first true fact to come out of your mouth since we started this show. All I'm saying is space is big. Really big. Trying to find this anomaly is like trying to find empathy in JL. Space is big. Really big. Empathy in your ass, you mean. See? Perfect example. See? Perfect example. Instead of trying to be Captain Socrates, why don't we concentrate on finding some beer for JL? See? I'm easy. JL is easy. What are you doing? Contributing. To what? My insanity? Yes. Well, stop. The ship and I are the only ones who are trying to plot a course through this nothingness, but space is... Is what, JL? Big. Vast. Uh, at this point, it would be easy to try to find the Matrix. Oh, don't even mention the Matrix. I couldn't even get through part four. Talk about something lasting longer than it should have. What did you do? I didn't do anything. Well, you must have done something. The ship's alarm is going off. Why would you assume it was because of me? Well, it wasn't me. I like it. It's got a good beat. I can dance to it. Ship, turn off alarm. The alarm is off. The thrusters are off. The heating and cooling is off. Everything is off. The ship cannot move. Emergency systems engaged. Well, that is a little overkill. Ship, what is happening? I don't know what is happening. I didn't trigger it. Oh, by the way... Incoming message. I thought that was my job. Oops. Sorry. Apology accepted. Incoming message. From who? I don't know. 
Good job, honey. I know. I'm so good at this. Ship, answer the message. Shouldn't we check the doorbell cameras first? That's uh, that's not how this works. The, the whole screen is kind of like the doorbell camera. Go away! We don't want any! Unless you're Amazon! Then we want it all! Well, you should have thought about that before you took the greatest franchise in all of moviedom in vain, featuring the one. Don't look at me! Look at the slightly chubby guy with a mustard stain on his shirt. It's curry, actually. Ooh, fancy. I stand corrected. And uh, you on the screen. What are you talking about? I'm talking about The Matrix starring The One. Matrix? You mean the one great film that spawned three progressively horrible sequels? No, I'm talking about four solid films that changed cinematics forever featuring The One. Right. You're the reason bullet time is a thing. Listen, who are you? What do you want? And why are you dressed like you're an S&M biker gang? That was pretty taxful. Good thing you're uh, not an ambassador for Earth. We would all be in war with every planet we come across. Sometimes you use tax, and sometimes you have to use nails. I don't know what that means. Enough banter! Why are you in our airspace? Well, someone doesn't listen to our show... We're all about the banter. What airspace are we in? Uh, we are currently hovering over the planet Neo. That is correct. And when strangers come into our airspace, one does not take the name of the greatest franchise featuring the one in vain. The one who? The one who has made the greatest movies any generation has ever seen and ever will see. Except maybe the lake house. This must be a planet devoted to Dylan Walsh, guys. What? How did you get that? Hello? The Lake House? And he keeps referring to the one! And Dylan Walsh is who you think of when someone mentions the one. Don't you? Like, Dylan Walsh was in the Lifetime movie Lost Holiday! The Jim and Suzanne Shamwell story! So, duh! Never heard of it. Was his character's name the one? Yes! I mean, like, everything that Dylan Walsh does, his character's name is The One! I'm not buying that. Sabrina, explain in a less Sabrina way. Oh, okay. So because, like, every time he comes on screen, you're like, oh, yeah, there's that one guy. I've seen him in something before. Congo? Seriously? Are we just trying to get to a page count in these scripts anymore? Yep, I never promised the payoff is worth it. So, uh, guy on the screen. You can address me as Agent Brown. So, Agent Brown, what do we need to do to get our ship back? You need to survive the Matrix maze. That's trademarked, by the way. Make your way through the maze and survive, and you can have your ship back. Sounds fun. I mean, who doesn't love a maze? Oh, wait, nobody loves a maze. The answer is no one loves a maze. Is it like a traveling carnival maze with mirrors? Or like the movie Labyrinth? I don't like the mirror one. I always bump my nose. I'm an expert at mazes. I do them with my kid all the time. Yeah, but we're going to have to stay inside the maze. The ones you do with your kid, you cheat and draw a line straight to the end regardless of any of the walls. The instructions are get to the end. It says nothing about staying inside the walls. I can climb on top of the walls if I want to. That's cheating. It's not cheating. 
It's creative problem solving, so stop getting your panties in a twist. Uh, you need my new invention, then. It's an anti-panties twist device. I wear it all times, and the best part? You can control it with a phone app. Do you uh, feel like your panties might twist at any given notice? Chris, that's inappropriate. Uh, more like insensitive. Spoken like someone who never went through the great panties twist debacle of 2003. Hello? I'm still here. Do you people always forget that you are speaking to other people? At least every other episode. Come down to the planet, survive the maze, and then we will release your ship. Shirts and shoes required, no jeans with holes, and admission is $25 per person. Gift shop at the end. We have to pay for the maze? We have to pay for the maze? Of course you have to pay for the maze. Traps are not cheap, you know. Plus, we have to feed any nasties that you might run into. None of that is free. Or instead of running the maze, we can blow up your ship. Your choice. I vote maze! Welcome to the Matrix Maze. It looks like a gray building. It is a gray building. The maze is on the inside. I like the huge picture of Keanu Reeves on the side of the building. Wait. What does that say? Keanu Reeves was the greatest actor of the 19th, 20th, 21st, and 22nd centuries! Oh, I I don't think that's right. Silence, I say! But wouldn't that make him, like, I don't know, over 400 years old? And the 22nd century hasn't even started yet! Keanu Reeves was the greatest actor of all time. I have followed his career from his humble beginnings as a correspondent for the youth television program Going Great to his latest release and most successful movie yet called Intense Contemplative Gaze. Never heard of it. Really? Are you you serious? It's his latest movie. All the critics and fans are raving about it. It's almost a perfect score on Rotten Tomatoes. If JL's never heard of it, it probably doesn't exist. Well, that's ridiculous. It just came out January 4th, 2101. Wait, aren't we in 2022? That's like 79 years from now. It is only 2022. Do you think we live in a different century than you? That's stupid. My head hurts. And my left ear. Okay, I'll bite. Then, how have you viewed a movie in the future? Oh, oh, I have a, a subscription to HBO Plus Plus. It's nineteen ninety nine a month, uh, but you get everything, even releases from the future. Do you have any extra profile slots that you're not using? Oh, sure. Uh, wait a minute. I'm not letting you sponge off my account for free. Enough already. Here's what you need to do. Survive the maze. If you do not make it through the maze in an hour, we will blow up your ship. If you damage anything while in the maze, we will blow up your ship. And if you leave any candy wrappers on the floor while in the maze, we will blow up your ship. We don't have any candy. Oh, I do. I have a bag of fun-sized Snickers. Maybe you shouldn't bring those in to be safe. Forget that. I'll just eat them real quick. How many do you have? Uh, let's see. 36? You are going to eat 36 fun-sized Snickers? By yourself? Uh, yeah. I'm done already. I don't even think she unwrapped them. Also, we don't validate for parking, but we can blow up your ship if requested. Uh, we don't request it. Okay. Enter through those doors, and your hour starts now. Wow, look at this room. Yeah, it's four walls covered in that green number thing that scrolls down from the Matrix movies. Welcome to the Matrix maze. 
You are about to enter the world of the greatest franchise in the history of movies. Star Wars. Jaws. Harry Potter. Avatar! That's only one movie. The rest are being filmed! Supposedly. You see, before you a red pill and a blue pill, you take the blue pill, the story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Blue pill! I love my bed. No one ever takes the blue pill. There's always a first. Ow. Hey, this is an M&M. Yeah, you are not really actually supposed to take them. You are just supposed to say which one you are taking. We actually want the red pill. Just like in the first movie. That is correct. Hey, that wall's opening up. It looks like we can go either left or right. Let's go right. Why right? I don't know. Seems reasonable then. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. Even now in this very room. What year was the Matrix released in? I know! You better know. I have a feeling that means death for us if you don't. The Matrix was released in 1999. 2000 party over oops out of time that's right how did you know i remember that because in 1999 i went to see dylan walsh in the almost perfect bank robbery and i remember seeing a poster for the matrix outside the movie theater that is correct in order to move to the next room you must answer this question as well who wrote and directed the matrix that's easy lily and lana wachowski uh, why are the walls starting to catch fire? Because that is wrong. The correct answer is Larry and Andy Wachowski's. Jail, how could you get that wrong? I'm not wrong! You are wrong. Oh, maybe you need to update yourself. Go in line and check to see if I'm wrong. What do you mean? The Wachowskis are trans women now. Really? Yep. Are you sure? 100%. Listen, Jail only has two talents. Knowing everything about pop culture... And making people quit this show. So, you can turn off the fire before it burns us to death for getting the answer right. Speaking of what? Not now. (laughs) Quit later. We need to go to the next room. Damn. Ooh, this room is sparkly. Like, like Christmas lights on stars. I think stars are pretty sparkly without Christmas lights already. I'm just setting the scene! Right, but by just saying the room is sparkly, you have done that already without the added descriptor. Listen, there cannot be too many descriptors. There can be. This room is sparkly like Christmas lights painted in fairy dust by Hanukkah candles on stars. Guys, leave Sabrina alone. Excuse me, Deadly Maze talking now. Focus. The first installment in the Matrix film series starred Keanu Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne, Carrie-Anne Moss, Hugo Weaving, and who? Joey Pants. I mean, technically that is correct. Oh, it's correct. Pantoliano. Is that better? Yes. Now you may proceed to the left, the right, or straight. Straight. Why? I don't know. We don't know which way is the best ways. It's a maze, which is based on, like, the 80th greatest franchise in cinematic history. Well, it's based on the first. Star Wars. Indiana Jones. Harry Potter. Dwarf on Golf. Are you going to do that every time I mention the greatest franchise in cinematic history? Star Wars. Halloween. Harry Potter. High School Musical. 
Listen, would you like to get out of here alive and get your ship back from being held hostage? Do people ever do this maze on their own, or is it always a captive audience? More like a captured audience. It's like when your parents promise to take you to Disney World, but then take you to Old Town instead. I think only Central Floridians are going to understand that, but good try. Oh, so only you and JL are allowed to make clever references, but I'm not? I understood it. Thank you. I think we should continue. Maybe it will get interesting. Thank you, I think. I got your back. If you have a back. I don't. Creepy. So, let's see. The film takes place in the future in which humanity is unknowingly trapped inside a simulated reality, the Matrix, which intelligent machines have created to distract humans while using their bodies as a what? Nope, I'm falling asleep. You're not. Your eyes aren't even closed. Oh, I don't close my eyes. Wait, you sleep with your eyes open like a snake? Yes. How? So when I was about five, my mom lost me at the zoo and I was taken in and raised by a family of snakes. Oh my god, how long were you lost? Oh, oh, about five hours. So wait a minute. You were only missing for five hours. Yes. And a family of snakes adopted you. Yes. And raised you as one of their own by teaching you to sleep with your eyes open. Also, yes. They had enough time to teach you that skill in five hours? Yeah. It just so happened it coincided with my nap time. I also learned to unhinge my jaw. Jail, don't. But no. Are you going to answer the question, or am I telling them to blow up your ship? At this point, blow it up. Hey, don't you have a fresh batch of Dog Rose Rhapsody in red on it? Oh, crap! Never mind. Energy source is the answer. Very good. Now, if you will notice, this floor is see-through, and underneath you is a fire pit. Cool! I've got marshmallows! Who has sticks? I thought you only had fun-sized Snickers. How do you have marshmallows? I keep them in my untwisted panties. Nope. 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 That's all you. Hey, listen. The floor will open up if you do not answer this question correctly. The Matrix was first released in the United States on March 31st, 1999, and grossed over how much worldwide? A lot. Um, guys, the floor is starting to move. I don't think that was the right answer. You think? You have two more guesses before the floor disappears and you go plummeting to your deaths. And then we blow up your ship. In that order? Does it matter what order? Yes, it matters! You should blow up the ship first because JL has all his beer aboard. You can watch him cry and then kill us. It will be more satisfying that way. You would cry too if it happened to you. Ah, I like it. Sabrina, why are you suggesting things? That's what I do. I drink and suggest things. That's not how that line goes. This is like Disneyland, only worse. I like Epcot better. They entertain and inform. And they don't kill you. Well, living with the land can be pretty dangerous. How is that? Have you seen the size of those plantains? Anyway, do you know what could make this maze better? Have the voice of Dylan Walsh do the presentation? Yes! How did you know? Or how about no threat of death? That would make it better. I would say... No threat of death. The voice of Dylan Walsh. 
and a picture opportunity with cardboard cutout Keanu Reeves at the end. Bearded Keanu Reeves. Laura's moving again. Did you all forget that you are in the middle of a quiz? A quiz that will kill you if you do not answer correctly. We did not. We are discussing the answer. You are not discussing the answer, and I don't even know who Dylan Walsh is. Blasphemy! I think we better answer the question. Jail, what's the answer? I don't know. You are the pulp culture reference guy. True, but I don't keep track of box office numbers. Ask me anything else, like plot, cast, director, release date. We can distract the mace from killing us with a musical number! What? No. Yes! We're a musical show now! We are not a musical show now. We lost our whole audience in Peru from our last musical episode. No, we can do this! Why is this turning into an episode of the Partridge Family? I'll get some paint. And I'll get some wood. Chris, you punch up the script. And JL, you make everything quaint. Chris, see those plants? They need clipped. What plants? Are you guys rhyming? Together, we will put on the show. Together, for better. Together, together, we will fix things right. Together, for better. Together, forever, we will make the Matrix bright. It's uh, not supposed to be bright. It's a dystopian future. Together for better, together we will never let the Matrix down. Dystopian means great suffering, like I'm doing right now. We are going to do this. We only have one hour until showtime. Showtime? What are you talking about? Why are you two still standing there? Why are you two doing a mock musical? I like this. Really? Cut that music. Where did the music even come from? Chris, are you almost done with the script? I don't even have a laptop. JL, did you finish trimming the plants? Chris was supposed to trim the plants. I was to make everything quaint. Whatever that means. I don't see any plants. Come on, guys. You need to take this seriously. We are going to die without this. You know, there's a 1 in 460 million chance that it's going to work. That is correct. See? Even the mystery voice agrees with me. The Matrix grossed 460 million worldwide. The floor is closing again. We did it! We saved everyone! As usual. You saved everyone? As usual. Look, there's a bright light ahead of us. Oh no. Our table is broken! No! We must be dead! You are not dead. You are free. Go towards the light. I I don't think so. That's exactly what they tell dead people. You know, it didn't even really hurt when we died. Yeah, I thought being burned alive would be terrible. Yet, here I am, feeling pretty good. You guys are not dead. You are free to go back to your ship and leave. Please go. Quicker. Speaking of which, what happens to our ship now that we're dead? It It was a loner from Eon Musk. I once smoked weed with that guy. He is pretty cool. Oh, and you're not dead. You can leave the maze. Just walk into the light. Once again, the phrasing. What if I turn off the light? Will that help? Here, the light is on. Oh, that's worse. Now we're in pitch black darkness. What if you turn back on the light, but not quite so bright? 
How is this? Uh, a little brighter. This? Oh, oh, too bright. A little dimmer. This? I can barely see now. How about I just open up the floor again, and you all die for real? No, this is good. Everyone, let's head for that really dim light. to be back on the ship. An experience either really tired the girls out or bored them to death because they fell asleep almost as soon as we got back on board. I just really wish Sabrina would not sleep with her eyes open. It's creepy. We need to figure out our next course. And ship, let's avoid flying too close to planets. Okay, whatever you say. So, where are we heading to? I don't know. Uh, Try, like, angling the ship that way. What way? I don't know. Uh, leftish. Leftish? Ship, go leftish. Try it. Chris is saying leftish. I don't know either. Try it. That's not really helping. It is helping. I'm saying try it. That's not helping. It's like we're on a roller coaster and you're the only one with a seatbelt. Roller coaster? Did someone say roller coaster? Oh, you are awake. Me too. Yeah, no one could tell since your eyes are always open either way. I'm bored. We should build a roller coaster. Sure, that'll be easy. Yes, I'm on board. Of course you are. I feel like a Phineas and Ferb episode all of a sudden. It is summer vacation. No, it's not. Oh, right. We still have 104 days to go. So uh, how do you propose we build a roller coaster? Well, we tear apart the ship and use the scrap from that. Hold on a minute. Not only will you damage me, but you will all die from lack of oxygen. Yeah, very true. Plus, I kind of lost my coaster legs since Kings Island tried to kill me. Not once, but twice a couple of years ago. Wimp. Twice, Laura, twice. So, Wimp's squared. You'll miss me when I'm gone. Will I? Yeah, you'll miss me by my hair. You'll miss me everywhere. The 80s miss your haircut for sure. By the way, was the point of the roller coaster convo just to make a Phineas and Ferb joke? It was. Now let's go leftish. Parody platypus! <laughs> What you doing? As I said before, I was the garden gnome. <laughs> <laughs> I do love doof. My parents weren't even there the day I was born. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> Well, speaking of Phineas and Ferb, let's open up the beer cooler. In the podcast today, Tor! Have you seen the meme where it's the the flashers and it's like, what do you mean flashers? It's my park anywhere, Nader. (laughs) Yes. Wait, what? Yeah. About the hazards. To flash you? Oh, Uh, the the hazards. The hazards. The hazards. South Florida girl. We call them flashers. You are the worst flasher ever. Yeah. <laughs> and Speaking that's of... why she's not allowed in New Orleans anymore. <laughs> Speaking of being the worst flasher ever, how would you rate the beer? What is the beer, though? Oh, yeah. yeah I'm sorry, Jail. What's the beer? 
Uh, it's from Dog Rose Brewery, not a St. Augustine. It's their Rhapsody in Red. It's a nice amber ale and all that. It says that the Dog Rose is one of the most elusive of all the roses. It is wild, exciting, unique, and yet often overlooked. Let this handcrafted beer be a reminder to always make time to stop and smell the roses. Stop, drop, and roll. Thanks, Shatner. Set them down, open up shop. All right, Sabrina, you're first. Um, I could do like two. Why? It's the same. It's the same concept. Every beer <laughs> rating. It's, I don't know if you well, see much like caught on. Yet. It's been a while. She forgot how to do the rating. <laughs> you, you give the rating and then you, you explain, explain to, the rating. No, you didn't explain to us that it is rated on a six pack. So your numbers are from yeah. one to six. How many you could drink out of that six pack, which makes sense to everybody, but a lone Canadian in Kissimmee, Florida. Uh, if you, you want to rate it on my six pack. If this is your first episode, then you're in trouble anyway. So I... <laughs> You'll never Damn listen it. again. You but it is my first episode. This year. You should have figured it out a long time ago, the rating system. Um, so why is it a two? Uh, because I like the hazy little things I've been <laughs> more. Um, No, I'm just, I don't know. I'm not. You should have never went from a hazy to that. That's why the highlight is my chaser. No. I'm not smart. My tears are my tears. There's an IBU of 40. I don't even know what that means. What does that mean? What? IBU 40. It's the International Bitterness Units. It's the band that sings Red Red Wine. No, that's UB. That is UB 40. I was just as confused. Red Red Wine. Well, I mean, it is called. Oh, no. Rhapsody in. But there's a red in there. Um, okay, besides revisiting UB40's greatest hits, <laughs> no, greatest why is it a hit. two? Why is There's it a only two? One. There's two. Because she liked the hazy little thing better. Yeah. Well, that's not how beer tasting works. It does when you've been drinking other beers. Um, no, well, if I'm not. That's the case, like... then the highlight would beat everybody every time. No, it's not how it works. I'm not a huge amber. I mean, I like amber ale. More than like really dark beers. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not as good as little hazy beers. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's hazy little things. And you wonder why I opened so many. An hour. Right. Um, go back to go to sleep. Not that we can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I am asleep. All right. So moving on. She. Doesn't like she basically she doesn't like it because her other know. beer tasted better that she yeah. had. Yeah, that and there's I mean there is a I know it says IBU forty, but I don't really really know what that means. But International a, bitterness units. Well, there's a bitterness to it that I don't like. Oh, there we go. So there's a good reasoning for the two. You did it. Yay! Thanks. Well, I don't know why you started with me. That was dumb. Because Laura is familiar with this brewery, and I've had it before, and we end with JL. So I'll go next. Um, of the beers that this brewery does brew, this is I like this one probably the most. I'm going to give it a five. It only loses a point because the ending for me is a little too long. The finish is a little too long. I do like ambers, and I like reds. But uh, if it had a cleaner finish, it would have got a perfect six. Otherwise, I'm going with a five. Laura? Well, how do you feel about blondes? <laughs> If a blonde will be nice to me, I'll be nice to a blonde. Or anybody not named Amber. Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously. My name's not Amber. 
I'm Laura. When you're nice to Hi. me, when you're nice to me, I'm nice to you. What do you rate this beer? You know, I do love Dog Rose Brewery. If you guys ever listen to this, I will like you should sponsor me and send me Dog Rose stuff. But I'm gonna give it a five. It doesn't quite hit the six for me. I'm not a huge um, red beer, amber beer. But what about blondes? <laughs> I like blondes. They have more fun. Mm-hmm. But it's a five. It's a solid beer. The aftertaste does linger a bit, but it's not overpowering. It's not like a terrible aftertaste. It's smooth. So, yeah, I probably could drink more than five, but for rating purposes, it's a five. Beer master. Well, amber is the color of my energy. So. How could I have missed that? I know. I'm really upset that nobody went with the 311 reference. So. Because <sighs> we got to talk about UB40 for some reason. That's right. And the You're IBUs. Welcome. The IBUs are actually low. With it being a 40, it is a lower IBU. The high IBU would be a 120. So, I, yeah. What would have like a 120? Uh, like an Imperial IPA or something like that. Okay. This right here, I like it. It's smooth, and you get a nice malty finish. The flavor you're getting at the end is like a caramel malt finish. So it's like a dry roast caramel malt finish. I like this beer a lot. It's a real nice, smooth drink. It's only a 5.2 ABV. I could easily drink six of them, and I'm just going to give it a six. I like it. It's good. It has a great flavor to it. Awesome. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Bye. Catch you on the flippity flop. Gong. Podcast 42 is Christopher DeVos, who plays himself. JL Trose plays himself. And Stallone AI, Laura DeVos plays herself, and Marta AI, and Sabrina Pierre who plays herself, and Walkin AI, along with special guest, Paul Tomo who plays Agent Brown. You can find Paul in the podcast, Varmints, and checking in with Tomo. Podcast 42 is recorded at the P42 Studios in Orlando, Florida, logo designed by Cute Panda. Find Cute Panda on Facebook for commissions, theme music by Cramo. Find more music by Cremo on Cremo.net. Hello, greetings, and good day. My name is Keith Gala, and I'm the host of That Was Great, wasn't it? Each week, I'll be joined by my friends, both old and new, to reminisce on our youth via the nostalgic power of Saturday morning cartoons. Some will be classics, some will be classical air quotes, but all of us pondering the same philosophical conundrum. That was great, wasn't it? Season 1 will be breaking down Pro Stars. Pro Stars is part of NBC's 1991 Saturday morning lineup and features the all-time greats of Michael Jordan, Bo Jackson, and Wayne Gretzky doing their best to stop bad guys and inspire the youth and protect the environment. Keep up the speed with the show by following us on Twitter and Instagram at How Great Was That. Subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at Podfix on Twitter. Official underscore Podfix on Instagram, at Podfix Network on Facebook. 
and make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved.